What is up, amazing souls? Welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC, and you. Last one of season five, last one of 2023. Ah, what a year. I was going to name this, um, I was going to name this whole episode, uh, Recovery versus Clean and Sober, What's Really Up? But I didn't really want to have it maybe be compared to any other recovery creators. So, you know, that knowing the difference between recovery and sobriety can absolutely save your life. And that's the real deal. When I came into this recovery game out of a 22 years of just active addiction, when I came into this thing 10 years ago, I didn't come into it just to you know, like push the lion of addiction away. I didn't come in to just tame that lion. I came in to slay that lion because I knew that just trying to be sober wasn't going to work for me. I'd done it in the past so many times, but I never changed the inside of me. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's the difference in recovery and sobriety. And so I've had some experiences this week, well, last couple of weeks, and it just shows, it just comes to remind me exactly how much people are going through life and they're going through their sobriety and they're struggling and they're struggling and they're struggling and they're, they're falling back and they're, they're going, coming back to sobriety, falling back and they're, and they just keep living the same old scenario in their lives, minus their coping mechanism of substance or food or habit, whatever it is. This is a healing space. This isn't just a, a substance use addiction space. So I'm grateful that you're here. If you know somebody that has been struggling or keeps getting the same result over and over and over in their life, share this video with them. And I thank you for doing all the things, for supporting this podcast for five seasons. I thank you in advance for season number six that's coming up. We're going to shift some gears this time. We're going to go deeper into the healing space. And I hope to just really have more clarity of information for you to help you take the steps that are necessary. Because our motto from the moment that I started doing something like this, the motto was to inform, inspire, and motivate. And so I don't just want to tell you about things and not give you some ways to take them with you when you go and put them into practice in your life. And I don't call myself an expert on these things because I know anything other than I promise you, I wanted my life to be over. And I have found that recovery brings me to a space where I'm so grateful that I did not succeed at that. And that's all I want to help you do as well. So welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC. I'm coming to you straight from my pajamas. This is the vibe for my weekend. I want this to be the vibe going into 2024. I need a little bit of break. I need a little relaxation. And I hope you all are too. I hope you're taking care of yourself in this this last push of 2023, especially if you are in the substance use recovery space. Please take care of yourself. Hold tight to your boundaries, hold tight to your support, hold tight to your dreams and visions for your life. It's a very exciting time. It's a very trying time. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that 
coming up. You know, I always want to give a shout out to my good friend and my soul sister, Pamela Topchian, who wrote this amazing book, made this beautiful resource available for everybody. It's it's 10 bucks on Amazon. You can find this amazing story. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Adopt that theme for your life. Adopt that theme for your recovery. Look at your life right now and say, I didn't come this far to only come this far. There's so much more to me. There's so much more to this whole healing space and get excited about it. Cause if you got breath, you got to get excited. Okay. Cause we're losing people way too often, way too quickly. This is a time and the energy is only going to get faster. We're only going to move faster. You're only going to be called to do more. You're only going to be called to look at more in these next years coming up. So this is a great resource to help inspire you and to inform you and to motivate you. I didn't come this far to only come this far. You can pick that up on Amazon.com by typing in the title or you can type in Pamela M. Topgen. I thank you guys so much. You can follow us in all these places running across the bottom of the screen. If you would like to become a monthly supporter and help us keep going and growing through season six, you can do that by going to www.anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. You can click the support button. And I appreciate all of you that do that already. I, 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 just love you. And I appreciate you showing up in this space with me and allowing me to show up here for and with you. This is going to be a great episode. It's going to be a great night. Get active in the comments. I want to read them tonight. I want to interact with you. Last episode of season five and of 2023. Man, if you guys are ready, I'm so ready. So let's go. Hey, hey, you gorgeous humans. Thank you all so much for being here and showing up in this space with me. What's up, Brandy? Mary? I got Facebook user uh, celebrating five years on 717. So... Congratulations. I can't see your name because for whatever reason, StreamYard's showing me Facebook user, but you know who you are. And thanks for being here in this space. So great to have you all here. For everybody else that I can't see, StreamYard only shows me so many. And I think sometimes you have to give your permission. Whatever. I'm so grateful to be here. So I've had some crazy experiences. Well, I, I, well, I don't guess I call them crazy experiences. I have had some experiences that have reminded me that everybody's recovery does not look like mine and that there are still people out here in a recovery space. What's up, Brian? Um, out here in a recovery space that have not yet gotten to a place where they understand the difference between recovery and just sobriety. And it can be hard to see. You know, I, I was talking to my wife a little bit this morning about today and just what I've learned over some dealings I've had with some people in the last few weeks. Um, and, you know, when I stepped into 
my one and only attempt at recovery 10 years ago. I was so over myself. You know, I was so over all of the ways about myself, from my thoughts to my wild emotions, to my inability to really handle life. Um, and, 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 and I was so over having all of that run me. And I just inherently knew that so much was going to have to change. You know, I felt like that was my divine message in that moment. You know, when people give their their testimonies or their stories about how they just had this kind of angelic type moment when they, you know, switched their life around. It wasn't necessarily that for me, but I felt like I was openly receiving something that was greater than me when I felt that I just inherently knew I was going to have to work on my head and my heart. If this was going to work, I was going to have to dive into the places here that kept me stuck in the loops that were breaking here. And so for me, my use was a lot of escape. It may not be that for everybody, but ain't nobody in the world that can tell me that they do not hold some type of trauma and be in full-on active addiction. Because addiction is a byproduct of trauma. It's, it's like a showing of trauma. Whether that's why you got into it or not really doesn't matter. There, you're coming from some place within you that is, that is unhealed. And so stepping into recovery, I knew that everything was going to have to change. Everything. And as I began walking that path, resources really made themselves available to me. It was really, really strange and miraculous all at the same time in that. And, and, and again, my wife and I were discussing a, a, a childhood friend of ours, both of us individually and together, you know, as a couple, we've had this friend who try as she may, you know, she cannot seem to escape that environmental trigger that always keeps her in a state of active use and sobriety. And she'll do really, really good. Like a lot of us did when we go to prison or we go to rehab when we're separated from that environment. And we were talking about, you know, just how unfortunate it is that not everyone has a recovery role model within their immediate space. Because when we don't know what we don't know, and we don't really know that there's anything deeper to just stopping the substance or, or, or quitting the habit, because it's so much more than that. When we don't know that there is are different options and we don't have those things mirrored to us in our environment, it's very hard to understand and know that there is a way out of that. And so that was what really, really started coming up for me in, in this, this beginning of this recovery journey is I had all of these strange and wonderful things show up in my awareness that started to guide me down the path of recovery versus sobriety. Because if you don't change the habits that you have all the way down to, can you look at your own manipulation? 
can you look at the places in your life where you are still behaving as uh, believing from and operating from that place of active addiction? When we would lie, cheat, steal, and kill to get what it is we need, are we doing that still in our lives just at a lesser, severe level? You know, are we still talking about the same things in in our lives that we're trying, you know, in our sobriety? Are we still talking about the same things? Are we still having the same reactions? Are we still allowing ourselves to be used and abused by the same people? Are we still actively living within trauma responses like people pleasing and overdoing and perfectionism and all these other places that we get lost? Because once again, substance use is just a very small byproduct of a much deeper set of core beliefs. And I think this will always go back. I think the theme of, of season five and this 2023 has, has really been that wound of worthiness, bringing it up in different people, in different circumstances, in different thoughts and emotions, where that lives within you, within all of us, within, within us as individuals and a collective. Because what we're seeing now with so many different places for division amongst the people in our world, the collective people, the human race in our world with all of these divisions, is they're bringing up the places within us as a society that we have wounds of worthiness. For one group of people to be seen, we still believe that that takes something from us. That if, if, if we introduce anything new into humanity, that that is somehow taking from someone else. And see, that's, that has been just, it's mirrored to me this entire year. I've been shown every single place where these things that I'm talking about, these, these habits, these beliefs, these attitudes, these reactions that live within us, that fuel our addictions, that they still are lingering and living within us. Because if you're still basically operating in the world or continuing to go through the same sets of circumstances in your life with different faces, different names, different times, if you're still going through all of that, you're still compromising yourself. You know, I had a big integrity mirror or, or I wouldn't even say a mirror, but it's kind of a mirror because it showed me who I used to be, but I had some integrity things come up in this past couple of weeks that reminded me that is such, that is, is still so part of that active addiction processing, that active addiction lifestyle, those ways that you compromise yourself to, to promise someone the moon in order to receive what it is you feel you need right now. And then when it comes time to deliver on all your promises, you begin to excuse, 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 avoid, excuse, avoid. You know, those things are grouped in with active addiction. 
And in recovery, we've got to be willing to look at those things and change all of those things about ourselves. Because if you step into a recovery plan, please let one of your big whys to be to discover the very highest and best version of yourself. Because you've seen what the opposite side is. You've loathed in that opposite side for as long as you've been in that life. So you, you've lo- you know what your loathing side is. But what if you could get caught up in finding out what the best possible version of yourself is? And if you keep that in the forefront of your daily program, your daily life, that is a recovery walk. And therein lies a huge difference. Every day in sobriety, you are just trying not to use. Just desperately trying not to use. But never addressing the lion that lays in wait for you to get overwhelmed or for you to get into a different situation. This childhood friend I was talking about just a little bit earlier has this home that that she goes back to every time she gets out of, you know, a rehab program or a a sober living home or a, a prison. And she'll try so hard because she knows no other real environment. She knows, she does not yet know that there are other opportunities in other places that you can, hate to be cliche and and throw it out here, but that you can get up from your give up and you can create a life you love. And she's not aware of that yet. And I wonder how many people out there, even right now tonight, are unaware that there are more options to your life. No matter where your focus is or what you're focused on, I wonder if there are those out there who right now just are not don't are not even aware that you can break out of that. And the thing with my recovery, and I'm so honored and blessed when I really back up and think about it, is that I didn't have those things in my environment either. I just got so over myself and had tried to die for so long and was unsuccessful with it, that I wanted to know what the opposite was then. Then show me why I'm here. And show me why I got to be here. And I'm going to walk with that. And throughout these 10 years, there have been times where that path was brightly illuminated. And there have also been times where that path just went completely dark and I had no clue how I was supposed to continue to go towards that. Life and circumstances and triggers all at once just coming in like monsters, man. And I didn't have an example of that. but I'm, I'm just so grateful that I got through that anyway. And I'm still moving through it, man. Recovery doesn't have a destination. Recovery is always in process, always in motion, because you're never going to be the same. The you you are right now, you are not going to be an hour from now, and you're not going to be a day from now. And if you don't realize at some point that you have more control over that than you currently believe, then you're never going to be able to get into this from the space of just sobriety into recovery. And recovery is worth it. Because My main focus was 
And the reason I say I didn't want to tame that lion of addiction. I wanted to slay that lion of addiction because all that would happen is it would just lay there and wait. And if I never changed my thought patterns and if I never dove deep into my heart, it was always going to be right there. And I did not want to be the gazelle always looking over my shoulder for that lion of addiction and relapse to sneak right up on me and get me because I let go of my mind or I let myself get too far out there or I put myself in situations. I kept those same processes. And so that was my focus and that was my goal. And because it wasn't going to work any other way. I was too old and too over myself and done with the back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I was done hurting people. I was done hurting and compromising myself. I was just done. That didn't mean I was healed. That just meant I was done and I had a place to start from. And I ha- it takes grit to really look at that, all of that stuff, because the tendency is the cycle, the addiction cycle loop, the mind loop, the heart loop, the emotion loop that keeps you locked in is that you're going to play all of that stuff over and over and over again about what a shitty person you are, how weak you are and all of that stuff. And that's where your work comes in. That's where you got to start with the perspective shift. And that's where you have to start changing your mind. Your mindset, honestly, because you have beliefs about yourself that run so deep that there's no way you're going to dig those roots up all in one, in one sitting, in one day, in one year. And so if you don't ever recognize that you have, you hold more power than you understand then you'll never be able to actually slay that lion. And because we don't have a whole lot of chances out there, it's dangerous out there right now. I I mean, I can't be thankful and grateful enough to be in in what I feel like is a a secure place of recovery right now. Because it is dangerous out there. And if we're playing around with just sobriety and we're not willing to get honest with ourselves, honest about our lives, honest with the people that are surrounding us, not using those avoiding behaviors, not using those behaviors that got us by while we were in active addiction, not not using all of that, utilizing all of that emotional baggage and that whole negative system that likes to replay itself, you know, like, like it's life or death. Understanding the difference of just sobriety and recovery can literally save your life. I'll go back once again. We don't know what we don't know. And, and, and if you don't know, there's other options. If you don't know there's more to this than just counting days, well, I'm telling you now, there's way more to this than just counting days and white knuckling through triggers and or avoiding them. 
one thing that you're going to see on the Recovery Soul Food podcast in 2024 in season six is I'm going to get back to the way things started where I wasn't so careful and key with my phrasing as not to trigger because triggers are what help us grow. Triggers are absolutely our friends. They are vital in our evolution. They are absolutely vital in our recovery program. We have to, we have to, and and it's, and it's amazing to be able to kind of be, put yourself in almost control trigger situations. And triggers are useful in every area of your life that you're trying to, you know, clear and clean out, um, open up to, uh, embrace, change, all of those things. So, you know, since we, we kind of, my wife and I experienced, you know, a bit of trauma a few years ago when, when our family kind of broke apart, when our son left home, we were all kind of going through some trauma at that point. And my, and all of a sudden we became very, very cluttered. Not that there wasn't a tendency for clutter before. Now, now please hear me with all this and try to understand that all of this is within recovery. All of this is within that. Even stuff like this that seems to have nothing to do with it. It's all related. And you got to heal it all. So anyway. So we could have this tendency to be very cluttered and we just moved from one space to another and it was a small space into a slightly larger space, but it was just simply amazing how much stuff and there's been compounded trauma on top of that. You know, we all went through 2020 and 2021 and, you know, that and we've lost people close to us, both my wife and myself, especially my wife. And so I have this place in my home now. And my wife said, I want you to just get rid of that table. Take that table out because it's just going to catch everything. It's just going to get all cluttered. And I said, but I feel like I want to just turn this table another way. And I want to let that be a focus of self-discipline. I want to not remove the trigger. I want to leave the trigger in place. Because the only way for, for me to change a behavior, the only way for you to change a mindset, to change your behavior, a reaction, is to begin to put it into practice. And we do not practice using our tools when everything's going great. That's when we have, that's when we're in the receiving mode. That's when we're in the place where we can embrace what is now coming to us. It's when we're in the trenches that we start creating a new belief system. We start creating a new um, habit pattern or we start creating new and change in our lives. And, and, and I love being able to put myself in little semi-controlled trigger situations. And it's that same way when we're healing in a recovery space. It's the very same way. You don't want to constantly avoid triggers. You don't want to, you know, and for me, as a content creator, uh, 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 on a subject matter that means so much to me, I don't want to not give you something that could really resonate with you on a super deep level 
because I'm trying to dance around or avoid triggering phrases or triggering truth. Triggering truth is life-changing. Triggering truth can open up your entire world. You know, just basic triggers for no reason, like riding through neighborhoods you used to score in and and do it and, and listening to triggering music. Well, that's that's reckless. That is reckless to a recovery program, even a sobriety program. And there's no need to be reckless. You can begin to discipline yourself and take one small thing, one small habit that you can become aware of in your life, one one key factor that keeps showing up, a theme that continuously shows up again and again and again in your life, in your circumstances, in your people, or, or, or whatever. Awareness is the key. We don't know what we don't know, but when we do know, that's when we can make vital things happen, just beautiful and amazing things happen. And we truly are moving into an energy that is going to be extremely fast paced. And there are going to be big things that happen in, in our countries, in our society as a whole, in our human race. There's going to be huge things that happen with our earth. It's natural. It's, it's how we got here. Things are constantly changing. And so being in a, a, in a space of recovery and unafraid to look at the current truth as it is and know that you can move forward in healing, that to look at that stuff, to take the, to, to create a strategy designed by your previous failures is genius because who knows you better than you? You know what I'm talking about. You're not wondering, well, I wonder what that is for me, LC. You're not wondering. You know. You know because it's been showing itself to you. And it's going to keep doing it. Until, one, you slay it and heal it. Or it takes you back. So, I hope that. I hope that you know at this point how much power you hold. I hope that you are starting to begin to understand that you have you have more of a say-so over your life's experience than you may currently believe. And I hope that I want that to give you hope. Because once the awareness is even clicked in, once the awareness, once you bring it home just once, you're going to begin to see your life and yourself and your possibilities from a whole new set of eyeballs. And I want you to get excited about yourself because regardless of what changes are happening, ultimately, as in all things, they are happening for our highest and best good. They are happening to evolve us as a human race together into a different space. And we need that. And just like anything, any healing program, sometimes it gets really dark before you start to really absorb and be the light. 
And so wherever you are tonight, whatever you're doing, hold on to that. Create a recovery program. Take yourself out of just the sobriety game. Take yourself out of the counting minute moments and put yourself in, in the recovery space and find yourself some people somewhere around you, whether it's online or in person. I'm a huge fan of human to human when it comes to support like that. But find yourself a mentor, someone who is walking a recovery path that excites you, that you want to walk as well. And be willing to just get open with yourself and them. Because when you get involved and interested in your own healing and you get just a taste of it, it's funny how boundaries will start to just bring themselves up because you're so amazed by what healing your life does that you will automatically put that first. And I'm not saying that you always get it right and your health's always first, da, 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 da. But the belief, the moment that you can have a spark of belief and hope for your life, your life can change. And so I really just want to thank you guys so, so much for coming along on this journey with me. Season five has really been a blast. We started off with the infamous Tommy Chong who gave such guru-like spiritual advice along. I mean, it was just a beautiful experience. I have put myself into some of the most triggered positions on this show, on my other show, Walk a Mile in My Shoes with Eric McCoy um, this year. And just really, it's been so fun. And I, and I, I thank you guys so much for just coming along with me and and I hope that we can even reach more people in season six. If you have some ideas about season six or if you've got some topics or anything that you would like to hear us talk about or address on the show, then feel free to write them in the comments. You can also DM me over on uh, Instagram at recovery underscore ugh underscore soul food that's where i usually get a messenger's real funny so i don't have that a lot so if you're one of the people that gets like a random messenger message from me like once a year it's just because i don't use that very much so if you have show ideas if you have guests that you are interested in seeing or some just some thoughts about Maybe what you've gotten out of season five of Recovery Soul Food, you know, what what have you gained from being a part of this warrior tribe? I, I would just love to hear about it. And I wish you all to be super safe in whatever you do. You see what I'm going to be doing for my New Year's. I'm going to spend it here with the most important people in my life in a home that I feel safe in really counting my blessings and at the same time trying to tame my easy agitation these days. It's, it's very overwhelming right now. And it's okay for you to be human. And I've learned that this year, that, that I don't have to be, you know, super spiritual man all the time. That that's not, that's not even attainable. And then I have to allow myself to be human. And I want you to allow yourself to be human. The more grace you give yourself, the more grace you can give out in the world. 
in the world, this is what we need right now is grace. With each other, with our environment, with the earth, everything is grace. So thank you guys so, so much. Be super safe in all you do. I love you so much. I wish each and every one of you the absolute best coming in of 2024. It's going to be a different year. It's going to be a different time. Hold on. It's going to go fast, but it's going to come with so many beautiful and amazing revelations. And uh, I'm excited to be doing it with all of you. So, all right. Until 2024, season six, I am signing off. Thank you once again. I love you all. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you in the new year. Bye. <laughs>